Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. So Howell found my article, and that's what led you to me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, Cassie. I think the world will be glad of it, too, someday. I worry that... What? People will judge me for how long it took me to... No. But if you'd contacted me before now and told me my father's visions were caused by a mold I couldn't see, I wouldn't have believed you either. What did you think his visions were? Hmm. Did my article say how I found him? Yeah. Yeah. British Columbia, 2012. My journey into neuroscience. In the years I'd been visiting my father, Theo, at his home in the ancient forest, he had continued having visions. His journals described these as a spectacle of light-emitting particles, glow dust, which filled his house like a snow dome. He'd write about it in the moment, but then forget it entirely. He only knew it had happened because later he'd found the writings from two days before. When he tried to make sense of it, my eccentric father started to believe that the glow dust must have meaning. He decided that the forest on which he depended was trying to tell him something. But he never worked out what that was. I knew auditory hallucinations could be common for people living in solitude, so I thought the visions were symptomatic of his hermit lifestyle. Dad? Hello? I didn't see it as an illness. Hello? But that was what it was. Oh, God. Dad, how old is this deer carcass? Really hope you're not planning to eat this. Hello? Hello? Dad? Dad? Oh, God. Can you hear me? Shit. When I found him, he was collapsed on the floor, severely dehydrated. This is my hand, okay? If you can hear me, I I want you to squeeze it. Later, I was to learn he'd consumed nothing for two days. Dad! Hardly eaten for a week. Shit. But it wasn't that he was trying to starve himself. Water. Theo had just forgotten that this was something he needed to do in order to live. Um, Dad? Dad, please, please wake up. I'm sorry, Helen. I'm not the only person to have lost someone to this fungus. I know, but... (laughs) Couldn't get him to a hospital in time. 
He died in transit. I requested brain imaging be done after he died. When I looked at the scans, there was significant damage in the frontal and temporal lobes of his brain. I thought it was an aggressive form of dementia. Had he lived, I doubt he would have remembered his name. How old was he? 48. Right. We don't have much time left today. We should continue with your story. Yeah. February. Five months since I first saw the mold. After Hal shared your article with me, I drove us to Neath. The flat tire on his van meant Hal hadn't bought food, gas, or washed his clothes for two weeks, so... He needed to do all that, and there was someone in Neath that I wanted to see. Thanks, Cassie. I'll be back in about an hour, is that OK? Yeah, should be. Hal, wait! What about a pistol? Can't she stay with you? Not really. She's not allowed in the laundrette. I need to call in at work. She'll be fine in the car. Really? You'll be fine, Thistle, yeah? You're a good girl. Great. Although I really wasn't allowed to do this, I wanted to check in on Kerry and Becca the addict mother and baby daughter who lived in the flat where I'd first seen the mould. Where this whole story began. Yes? Oh. Is Kerry in, or...? Who? Kerry Evans? Does she not live here anymore? No. My family live here. Right. You want a post? Uh, Kerry Evans. I think we have a post. Okay. Come in. I'll get it for you. Right. Yasmin! Where'd you put that post? Ah, here it is. Inside, the flat was completely transformed. Clean, repainted. Nothing left of Kerry. No trace of the mould. Here you go. I think that's all of it. Thanks. No worries. Twenty minutes later. Joyce? Hiya, Cassie. Sorry, I know you're busy, but I was passing, so I... No, um... no, it's good to see you. How are you? I'm great, actually. I had my check-up and I'm well enough to come back to work, so... Oh, uh, fantastic news, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so relieved. We were worried about you, Cass. This job, it's just... It asks so much of people, doesn't it? Well, I'm okay now. (laughs) Okay, you booked in for a review, ASAP, but... Oh, it'd be so good to have you back. (laughs) Thank you. Joyce, I wanted to ask... Yeah? Could you tell me who took over Becca and Kerry's case? I I wanted to find out how they're doing. Yeah, okay. Well... It's not good news, I'm afraid. We had to pursue adoption for Becca. God. Why? Carrie relapsed. Her health's always been frail, as you know, but 
It got to the point where she started blanking out and... Blanking out? Yeah. She'd leave the oven on or the front door wide open. Then the police got a call because Becca had been found in a trolley outside Morrison's. Shit. Carrie had forgotten she'd taken her there, so... I'm sorry, Cassie. Mm. You, You did lots of great work with them over the years. Don't forget that. Sometimes this just happens. Consequences of using, right? Yeah. Look, I've got a meeting now, but catch up properly soon, okay? Yeah. Hola, you all right? Yes. Um, I was ringing to ask how was your appointment with the doctor. It was good, thanks. They think I'm better. Great. So, um, now you can move back home? Uh, I, I, I don't know yet. Hola, have you spoken to your parents? No. They're still angry with me. Could you video call them? Why? I want to know if the mould is still there. What do you mean, still there? Ola, I think I found out what the spores do. What? I think they give people dementia. How do you know this? Uh... Wait, where are you? Shut up, Thistle! Are you back with that crazy man? Did he tell you this? I know it sounds scary, but... You said your family got better. I know, but... Listen, you need to find out what the mould is doing, okay? Find out if your parents are acting strange or forgetful. You want me to video call every day? Yeah, or... I don't know, fly back and visit if, if that's... If I leave the UK, I might not be able to get back in. You realise that? I don't have the right visa to be here. Okay. And if I go home and the mould turns orange, what do I do? What am I supposed to say to them? I don't know. Just get them out of the house. Make them visit friends. Invent some excuse. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. I think now you are actually insane. I'm trying to help you. You might still have a chance to do something before it's too late. And what about you, Cassie? How are things with your family? Did you get them to listen? No, not yet. I, um... Then maybe you should do that. Don't tell me scary stories about dementia, okay? Go fix your own problems. Ola. Hello, girl. You okay? You behave yourself? No. What? You've not encouraged us to have any independence, so now your dog has attachment issues. That's my professional take on Thistle. I thought she'd be all right with you. Did you give her a walk? No, I've been at the office. Well, probably why she's wound up then. Well, you can give her a walk where we're going next. And where's that? If you walk that way, you'll come to a gate and she can run about in that field. Okay. Thistle, run. Not sure how long I'll be. Well, um, good luck. Thanks. I had to find a way to come home. Hi. You should have let me know you were coming. Should I? 
Are you gonna let me in? It might be better if we... Mum! Bryn! Hello, sweetheart. Come here. Oh. oh. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Are you back now? Uh, I don't know. Why? I've been trying to get him to wind down for an hour, Cassie. Keril Gwelly, Bryn. Thomas says we go to bed way too early in our house. Yes, but Thomas lives right next to school, doesn't he? Hey, why don't you get your gym jams on and I'll come and say goodnight in a bit. OK. Good boy. Up you go. Let's talk in your car. What's this? Laundry. These aren't your clothes? No, they belong to a friend. <laughs> Howell is an expert on mushrooms. He's been helping me rationalise what I've been seeing. It's really helped me. And he carries his laundry around for fun, does he? No, but he lives off-grid in a van. I wanted to do something to say thank you. I'm giving him a lift. He's in the field walking his dog. You can meet him if you want. I think I'm all right. The mould has gone, Morgan. OK. I mean it. I didn't argue. Soon I'll be going back to work, so we need to talk about what we're doing. Can I come home now? You still don't trust me, do you? You kidnapped our son. No, I didn't. Fine, you lost our son. Is that better? You shouldn't have kicked me out like that. I was protecting Bryn. No, that's not why you did it. What else was I supposed to do? You did it because you were angry. You lied to me, Cassie. I don't know who this Howell guy is you've been seeing, but... It's not like that. Well, you lied about where you'd taken Bryn. Didn't tell me where you were living. That was... You've always done this. I can't. It's like living on quicksand. Sometimes honesty is more complicated. Oh, bollocks it is. <laughs> OK. No, no, I'm not having that. Telling the truth is very simple. It's just that when it's needed doing, you haven't had the stomach for it. That's our problem, isn't it? Do we need to talk about Bryn? Yeah, obviously. He needs to be able to see you, so... That's not what I meant. Right. If you need to know whether or not Bryn is your son, Cassie. then we can find that out for you. If he is, maybe we can move past this. If he's not, what do you want us to do? Tell Bryn, since, you know, honesty's not complicated. <laughs> or wait until he's, what, 15? Some other arbitrary age we decide is better for him? OK, you've made your point. When I look at Bryn, I see you in him. I don't. I know. So I can keep saying that, but it doesn't matter to you, does it? Just like I can keep saying sorry, 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 oh, sorry, because I have tried really hard to make this work. I moved to Wales, quit my job, left my friends, I bought this house in the middle of nowhere where I knew no one, I did all of that for this family, but if that still isn't enough, then... <sighs> I've never wanted to lie to you, Morgan. But sometimes you don't listen when I'm telling you the truth. 
And sometimes if I do lie, it's because I don't think you'll forgive me if I've done something wrong because you never have. You can't forgive me, can you? I need to drop Howell home. Okay. I'll say goodnight to Bryn. Thanks for driving me about today. It's, uh, I really appreciate it. That's okay. I've been thinking about Theo Brady. Just because, well, he was exposed to the spores so many times. But you were only in them briefly, weren't you? So It's not me I care about. No, I, I know, I was... I'm sorry that it didn't work out how you want it. Do you know what you'll do? No. It was late by the time I got back to Bristol. Howell did offer to fix up the tent I'd abandoned, but kind as that was, a cold night in the woods didn't appeal somehow. I wasn't sure what I was going to say to Ola. I'd promised to be out of her flat by Friday. I had a day to work out somewhere else to go. as in gone out or no the lights were on her bedroom door was open there were still a few things left in her room but most of it she'd taken do you think she left the country i don't know i couldn't get through to her phone perhaps she'd blocked me or I i'm not sure what happened if she can see the fungus then we need to find her do you know her last name no i just knew her as ola I have a phone number and email address from six years ago. That's all I can give you. Next morning. So I did. I went home. 
Hello. And I saw that I had a choice. Either I could keep fighting this fungus, or I could pick up the filaments of a life I'd almost lost sight of. Okay. Yeah. Come on then. I decided to stop fighting. Instead, I patched up our family. And I went back to work. Morning. Oh, Cassie, <laughs> so good to have you back. It's good to be here. Oh, it's brilliant to have you. You're looking well. <laughs> I start with three yeah, days a week, then five. It's tough at first. I'm exhausted. But eventually it gets easier. I start to find the rhythm of my life again, of how it was before mould. I still think about it, about what'll happen if it does come back. But the weeks become months, and one day, Morgan agrees that it's time to move house. We buy a place near Cardiff, and that helps. At last, the fear goes. In the new house, it's easier to convince myself that I'd had a mental breakdown. Perhaps Ola had had one too. Theo Brady's glow dust was a vision. Addiction made Kerry ill. All of it starts to make sense, and I almost... I nearly believe it. But then... Four years after mould... We need some more washing up liquid. OK. Uh, leave that. I'll pick some up tomorrow. That's OK. Didn't cook anything too greasy. It'll come off. Could you give the house a tidy if I do a shop after school? We're having Joyce round, remember? Bryn's turned the living room into an intergalactic battlefield, so... Uh, that sink's going to overflow. Morgan? You all right? What? Why didn't you turn the tap off? What do you mean? The tap is off. You blanked out again. Did I? Yeah. Just now. Do you think you should see a doctor? No. But you keep... Cass, I'm fine. <laughs> Howell had always said to me, don't underestimate it. The fungus. I don't know what you found in your research, but it seems to me inhaling glow dust is like swallowing a bomb. What makes you say that? The spores tick inside you for years, undetected. But then... No bomb has gone off in you, though, Cassie. Not yet. Or Bryn. Are there many others like us? We don't know. We're years behind this fungus. Can't respond to an infestation if we don't know it's there. But that's why it's so important we have you now, Cassie. Because you can see it before its spores. One of the very few who can. With your help, 
we can catch up. How is Morgan now? After it started, the fungus got to work on his brain pretty rapidly. At least, that's how it felt. Within a year, it was. We can charge the car at the next junction. This one here? Yeah. Are you going to indicate or... Morgan? Well, if you're drifting right... Wake up, Morgan! You shit! After that, he agreed it was time to see a doctor. The diagnosis was early-onset dementia, and even though I'd expected that by then, I, I still fell apart. Bryn was so young. His dad was failing to recognise who he was. So that's when I started looking again. For someone who could work this fungus out. I remembered your article that Howell had shown me. And I looked you up. And so here we are. Yeah. What time is it? 6.30. And dusk here is at... Around 8. But in these old forests it gets dark a lot quicker. My colleagues have suggested starting early. Don't want the spores to catch us out. <laughs> no. How are you feeling about it? Dunno. Nervous. Me too. I keep telling myself it'll be like scuba diving, you know. On the one hand, terrifying, but with the right equipment, you're perfectly safe to enjoy the pretty fish. <laughs> well, I'm not sure the spores are much like fish, but... Must be hard coming back here. After finding your dad in his house like that. I try not to think about it. Do you still see Morgan? When I can. He's in full-time care now, so I, I find it difficult to... Um... Well, Bryn likes to see him, though, even though his dad's got no clue who he is, really. They still manage to have fun. Sounds like a wise and grown-up kid, your son. Hmm, he is. Cassie, I need to ask you a difficult question. Okay. Did you find out if Morgan is Bryn's genetic father? He decided he didn't want to know. Why? I think we need to find that out. But, but Bryn has no idea, so... I realise this is sensitive, but... Please don't ask me to do that. Cassie, neither you nor Bryn have yet developed symptoms. And you've told me that, like you, Bryn remembers at least a little of the spore event that happened in your village. What does that mean? We I... need to know whether you and Bryn have some resistance to the spores and what that has to do with your genetics. If Bryn's resistant, is that something he's inherited? If so, how? Why can you see mold and not him? All we have right now are questions. We need as much information as possible to work out some answers. But, uh, we don't have time, Cassie. We're on the brink of catastrophe. There's now a village just east of Vancouver where the majority of residents are showing symptoms. Oh, shit. Imagine what'll happen. 
if this mould gets into our cities. I know, I just... All we have left of Morgan is that he is Bryn's dad. It's the only part of his identity that hasn't been... I'll see who that is. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, okay, we're talking about something quite sensitive right now, but I'm It's all right, I'm fine. Sure? What is it? Um, my mycology team think we should start soon, if that's okay with you. Okay. We'll come find you. Thanks. You all right? Yeah. You know, part of me can't help but think it is genius. What? The mold. Attacking our homes like this. Invisible. And then so captivating. And destructive. We should start getting ready. Okay. Thank you for talking to me, Cassie. The uh, suits are pretty heavy, I'm afraid. Okay. And now the headpiece. Feel okay? Yeah. All right. You're all good to go in the house. Thank you. Can see why your dad loved it here. written by Marietta Kirkbride. Cassie was played by Kato Flynn. Ola, Aggie K. Adams. Interviewer, Laurel Lefko. Howell, Lloyd Meredith. Morgan, Hawaiian Gwynn. Bryn, Maxon Ovens. Joyce, Kesrina James. Hugh, Richard Corgan. Young Helen, Lily Ann Lefko. Other voices were played by the cast. Original music by Iwana Selaru. Sound design by John Nichols. Spores was directed and produced by Nicholas Jackson and is an Aphonica production for BBC Radio 4.
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.